This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So hello and welcome back to Blues Focus, where today we're going to be doing the opposition review. Uh, today I'm glad to be doing, uh, joined by Cozzy from the Take That Chance podcast. How are you, mate? Yeah, good time. Yeah, still getting used to the season starting, to be honest. It's been a whirlwind for us. Mm. Finished in... Uh, Obviously, finished at Wembley has been a quick turnaround, and yeah, well, yeah. we had last week. I don't, know, I don't know how you felt being in the ground in July, but mm. a good old World Cup, eh? Yeah, World Cup. <laughs> uh, it would have been nice to have had the World Cup, but of course, FIFA decided to have it in the winter in Dubai, oh, so yeah. not to buy <laughs> Qatar. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, today we're going to be talking about uh, our upcoming fixture tomorrow, Friday night. Uh, uh, what, what we can expect from the Terriers, and how we th- and how Cosy thinks the Hubsfield uh, are going to get on this season, which. Uh, it's kind of my first question, actually. Uh, your game, the first game of the season, which we briefly touched on there, was uh, Burnley. It was a one-nil defeat. Uh, but how did you feel like you got on in that game? Yeah, we were very poor to be honest. It's been a very turbulent off-season from probably from the moment John Moss didn't give us that penalty and the didn't give us the other <laughs> one to losing as manager, and then late on losing losing our manager kind of three weeks before the season, and then losing mm. his two best players in the week. Uh, Leading up to the game, so it's been a far from ideal uh, start to the season. Obviously, a rookie coach coming in, just kind of uh, Danny Schofield promoted from within. Uh, mm. The chairman says that was always going to be the plan once Carlos moved on, but I don't think anyone expected it to be so quick. So, yeah, it, it looked like it was to be honest, Tommy, a, a rush pre season, not a lot happening, players kind of not connecting with each other. Obviously, we've got quite a new pl- lot of new players in players last season who uh, Carlos Cobran didn't kind of see fit to be in the first team was starting last week. And I suppose you've got to look at who we were playing as well, obviously. Uh, yeah. Vincent Kupner, the Burnley Revolution, starting their uh, full of energy, full of optimism, some really good signings. Uh, Josh Cullen were brilliant on the night. And yeah, we were a poor second. I mean, I know the scoreline only said 1-0, but to be honest with you, it, it were flattered us. And uh, yeah, disappointing. They, you know, we didn't really land a blow in the game. Mm. No real, we didn't even get stuck here. We didn't have a shot on target. We were at home, first game, big crowd in there. And yeah, so disappointed. But you know, football works very black and white so already after uh, 90 minutes of pressure's on. But, yeah. uh, so it's going to be an interesting game uh, tomorrow night. And yeah, it's. Uh, I remember I came at the game at St Andrews in, I think, well, late Feb, wasn't it? And uh, yeah, you were in a bit of a uh, state at that time, to be honest with you. But we were rolling and 
Yes, yes. We beat you so comfortable. Mm. Uh, you were very poor and very poor. You know, yeah. Honestly, but it's a totally different team, totally different coach. Obviously, you're, you've got a you know kind of new owner now, new manager. Used this mm. boy has gone, so it's it's two teams really that are pretty unrecognisable from uh, when we played only a few months back. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, like our new ownership is like a complete merry-go-round with all sorts of stuff going on about the bit. Um, but we won't get into that because that is just like a nah, hour and a half part. of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never-ending story level. This honestly yeah. it just doesn't stop. Um, but speaking of which, uh, you've had a transfer window in which you've had um, uh, your left back and your best central midfielder go. I mean, like y- you've got a fair bit of profit from them. In fairness, you did get ten million for for the both, uh, not for the both of them, in the total for both of them. Um, with that money coming in, like, do you see anybody being replaced with it? Or is it just like a bit of a, is it disappointing to see them go above the forest? Yeah, it's almost like a double kick in the uh, you-know-whats, really. Not only did they obviously beat us in the playoffs, they took, and you could argue, Olympiacos, obviously owned by the, the forest owners, took our manager as well. So it's like kind of treble uh, kicking, really. But obviously, Premier League's big uh, big beast in it, and you can't blame the guys you know, for going, really, and that as well. And yeah, we've got replacements, but I think the thing is, Tommy, we're... We've not really re- uh, replaced the, the full-backs, uh, midfield. We had a guy come in uh, called David Kazuma, played at MK Dons. He's already out for a month, can't believe it. He only played 40 minutes, came on as a sub, he's done his hamstring. So that's a big blow for us. Matty Pearson, who were a rocket, uh, kind of the back last season. He's out for six months, maybe the season, if you're led to believe, uh, broke his foot. Yeah, and obviously we've, we kind of signed a guy called uh, Jack Radoni, highly rated AFC Wimbledon midfielder. But again, these guys have never played championship football, so it's a big ask. And what Danny Scofford did last week, he kind of went with a tried and tested the, the players who, to be fair, Carlos didn't use quite a few of them, but mm. he, uh, yeah, and it backfired really. It, it looked a team, you know, that didn't know each other, players yeah. that were a bit out of their depth. But the trouble is, Tommy, it's one game. We were playing a good side against Burnley and it is, it's been a weird pre-season, we, really weird. We were playing like two teams every kind of Saturday for like three Saturdays. Mm. So it really odd. And yeah, I think it's an easy thing to throw that because it's been that's been the talking point this week. It's like, well, hang on a minute. This this actual team's never played together that played last week. And yeah, it's uh, it's a big loss. I mean, Lewis O'Brien, massive. He gets us mm. up the field. Uh, and obviously he's not there, but we're going to have to learn to live without him, Tommy. But I suppose if last week's, yeah, anything to go by. I think the, the big thing for me, if we go to St Andrews tomorrow, and put in a performance like that again, then I am worried because yeah. obviously, with again, with no disrespect, the opposition is, I don't think, is as strong as Burnley. But if mm. we're, uh, yeah, if we're, if, I mean, to be honest, for me, it's really weird, but the performance is, is just as much as a result tomorrow for me. I, yeah. I want to see a big reaction. I want to see, you know, going, you know, trying to win the game, to be honest with you, because I think just last week, might have been when we were in the Premier League in 2017, 18, 19, mm. where we kind of just sat back and invited Burnley on. I think in the first half, we had. 20-odd 4% possession, I, I think, bloody hell, did we actually get promoted at, in the end? I mean, this is a Premier League game because, yeah, it was crazy. But, yeah, I want to see a bit more go forward tomorrow. But I won't lie, yeah, I think any town fan who were there last week, yeah, we can say it's the first game. And I think everyone's in football now, everything's black and white and no one gets any time. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I want to see a lot more tomorrow night, that's for sure. Absolutely. If I was, is that the sort of mentality that you're going into the game with? Like, we've just finished in the playoffs. Did we, where, where did you finish last season? Third, was it? We finished third, 80, mm. 83, four points, I think it was. And that's why well, it's incredible yeah. season. Beyond those wildest dreams, just as we kind of bet you, I think in February, we went on this ridiculous run. I think we won seven out of those last eight and only drew the last one. So we were 
we were never going to challenge Bournemouth to be fair they, they were away gone uh, with Fulham mm-hmm. but yeah it's uh, but man how could, you've lost the man who kind of spearheaded the coach the you know, the guy who kind of got it all together and you you know obviously made left back you go forward I think that's what worries me a little bit Tommy kind of the full backs uh, I just think in, in modern day football, your fullbacks are huge, pretty much. You know, you, mm. you've gotten asked them to do both jobs. And we've got a guy called Josh Ruffles, to be honest. He didn't see much of first team actually, but always, uh, you know, bit behind, uh, you know, the, the fullbacks last season and came on. And yeah, he, he had a tough night uh, against Burnley. But what do they say? We go again. It's going to be a fascinating game. I'm really interested. I mean, mm. even, God, it's first week in August. But again, I'm looking for a, you know, a, a reaction. Obviously, yeah. you've got a good uh, good draw last week, so you'll be coming into it with a you know quite a little a lot bit of confidence. Of first, yeah, first home game. Uh, are all your stands back open yet, Tommy? Is that still there? No, uh, no they're still down. Yeah. They're still down. You're wow. going to have to enjoy yeah. a, a half empty <laughs> stadium of atmosphere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we've got it. Yeah, no, it's uh, no, it's for us. It's going to be interesting. But I, my, my, I want to see just a good. Honestly, I'll take a woman now, Tommy, with a really good performance and something to build on because there was nothing to build on last week. Is it surprising to see a team that finished in the playoffs start the season so poorly? I don't think so because of the mitigating circumstances. It was short yeah. pre-season. We lost the manager. We didn't lose him straight away. It wouldn't be so bad if he kind of walked after the final. But yeah. the, you know, it went on for two, three weeks. There seemed to be a breakdown in with the powers that being that you know at Huddersfield, the transfers. I think a couple of deals he had lined up, Carlos, and they wouldn't push him through and. Obviously, that, that would annoy me, though, Brian, tough load because, like, yeah, you're thinking, get them out there. But to be fair, they didn't play any of his pre-season games. So, yeah, and, and the opposition. So, yeah, ideally, you'd like to come in there and, and come in. But I think there's a lot of teams with that short pre-seasons and, and strange pre-seasons. I think a lot of teams, I know the Premier League, kind of, a few have gone on tour, but I don't think many in ours have. I've noticed they're playing, like, local games. It's, it's been a bit strange. But, but again, we've got a new coach with his, well, supposedly new ideas. We didn't kind of see much of that last week, but... Obviously, uh, it'd be interesting to one and how it sets it up. And you've got a guy like Josh Caroma, who in the COVID season, he was brilliant. Honestly, we were, mm. this guy, were, were electric, one of the best players in the championship. I were thinking we'd take some offers. Last season, uh, Tommy, he never got a, a, a kick pretty much from about Christmas onwards. He didn't even make the squad for the Wembley. Wow. Uh, and he played last week. He was subbed off after 60 minutes. He was really poor. So I think there'll be a few changes from the team last week. Uh, that takes place at St Andrews tomorrow but again our old friend uh, Mr Bakuna what he played up front mm. last week I saw some, some, some weird well formations <laughs> yeah mate, mate the thing is mate he, as you know he can do anything man he might get sent off for two foot tackling match yep. he's got a 30 yard of free kick and stuff as well so <laughs> but we'll have to be on his, his guard against him but yeah, yeah interesting times like this. it's never dull but it's just a bit frustrating for us from a fan base it's, you always know in the championship if you lose the playoff final you always know your, your best players are vulnerable and things yeah. so it's Absolutely. Yeah, and to be honest, maybe his business, uh, you know, might not be done, but it's, uh, yeah, it's got to find solutions. Uh, it's uh, Danny Schofield, or otherwise, he'll be under pressure early on. And it's crazy to say that. And after one match, bloody hell. Mm, yeah. I mean, like with the fixtures that you've got coming up, I don't know whether I'm testing your knowledge of it here at the opening first five games or anything, but with the first at least three games, so you've already lost the Burnley game, you've got us tomorrow night, and I don't know who you might have afterwards, but would you be expecting at least six points from these? next two games or will you be happy with four or anything is there like a, yeah, yeah honestly it's like I kind of said I mean 
I hope we go to win. I think to me the intent is as much as what we get. Someone obviously don't want to lose, but I yeah. want to see us attacking. I want to see us going. I want to see something a little bit different. And it seems crazy when you've just come off a season of eighty-three points and, and mm. pretty much nearly promotion. It the officials that have done a job at Wembley and what have you. But it's like I just some of the football were pretty much kind of sitting there and you know kind of. They could go all and stuff. You saw, I don't know if you watched the player fan, but that was all over. We were like an hour, we kind of just sat there, game of chess. Can we get a nick of goal and stuff? And honestly, a little bit more than that, to be honest with you, and as well. But it's, uh, I think you'll be, you'll be looking at it though, thinking we've got a chance, you know, building on last week's uh, good point and uh, home game. You know, it's like the first home game. Hopefully, everyone should be up for it. I know you've had a bit of a, again, turbulent summer, as always seems to be up Birmingham with manager yeah. changes off the field, boardroom changes and stuff. So, mm. I don't, when I went down last year, I kept hundred percent the, the fans were out of love with the not just the team but the club. I, I felt they were real. Uh, oh, yeah, hell knows it, well, it did feel a good place to be, really. No, it's a toxic place to be at the moment because there's no trust with anybody. It's always very on and off, and mm. yeah, I don't know. There's no clarity with anything, and I suppose with a team that's that obviously you being a Huddersfield fan, it's. It's, it's harsh for you to see it even more because obviously you've just come that close from being promoted back to the Premier League to losing your manager after you've done such a great job for you last yeah. season. You know, it's it's what happens to football fans, unfortunately, and it's what turns football fans away from the team that they were so invested in. So, I mean, like with think- that Burnley game, was that the sort of feeling you got from it? Like the club was sort of slipping back into being a championship club again almost? Yeah, I think that... I think. Is I think you get delusions of grandeur a little bit sometimes at Huddersfield then because by all when all said and done, it's like you know, yeah, you know, we've got a proud history like like many clubs as well, but mm. it was a bit of a freak season. We came from nowhere, a bit like when we went up in 2017. You know what obviously tipped us, you know, last season to get into the Premier League. So yeah. the reality is, you know, we're always gonna sell us best players and things like that as well. But it's just I think the coach underpins it. I think the one thing I consult myself at Wembley, despite you know, kind of, kind of a sick defeat, was you know, but yeah, but the players will be hungry. Obviously, Lee Lickles, keeper of the year last year, signed a new contract. Sober Thomas, Welsh international, mm. signed a new contract. You're thinking, Carlos, are you going to be messing about this season? He'll be staying. And then you've got like you know, other players who will have the taste of like the promotion, you know, of, of pushing as well. So they'll want that, but. Obviously, it's a much different kind of setup there at Huddersfield now, so it's going to take time. But the good, the things with Danny Schofield, they used to play for us back in, you know, I think we're like kind of late 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 noughties, uh, mm. and he was a bit of a kind of a, a hero really for us. Uh, kind of striker scored a big goal in a playoff semi final, I think. So I think the fans will give him that back in as well, even though again I think a lot you know, others might say, well, it's a cheap option, typical Huddersfield. Why didn't they go and get another? You know, promising young manager. But remember when Carlos came, no one, everyone was like, what have we got him from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's he ever done and stuff? So it's like, and this is, I suppose you'll be getting it with John Eustace. It's like people have been picking yeah. holes in his past and, you know, stuff. It's mm. really interesting because Lee Bromby, who was the director of football, was a good friend of mine. And I used really? to watch him play at Watford and John Eustace, John Eustace used to play alongside yes. him. He, Lee was centre back and John was, I'm sure, he is now midfield and they're a really good player with John. And uh, yeah, it's interesting, obviously, that they're both. Obviously, Lee got a coaching badge, but ended up like being director of football. And John Hughes is obviously yeah, yeah. Managing, managing you. Got, yeah. So, but I know it works in football. The crowd will be on it. Honestly, it's, it's, would you want the job of being a coach and manager? Not for me, man. I know they get paid. No. <laughs> honestly, but come my end of August, if we lose on tomorrow against you, and then kind of a week after, maybe get knocked out of the cup against Preston Tuesday, it's be like already, mm. oh, man. I'll be a knife sharp, and it's a mad job, mad world. It is, yeah. It's a, it's a. I can't think of the right phrase, but it's like. 
I don't know, hunt or be hunted almost because it's like you've got yeah. to win games, you've got to play attractive football, yeah. you've got to get the fans on side, you've got to get the players right. But you, you've obviously lost Toffolo and O'Brien, but yeah. who is your danger man? Who do you think is the guy who's going to change things? Possibly tomorrow night, who do you think is the guy to sort of change it? Yeah, I mean, he had a really poor game last week, but again, it's first game pre-season and what have you, you know, kind of starting early. But obviously, Sober Thomas mm -hmm. uh, was a massive part of what we did. Not only just kind of what he does kind of on the pitch down the wing, but he's, he's really, we were so good on set pieces last year. I think they were only one of the team ever who scored more goals against us. And I said that last week, some of his comments were a bit, oh my word, what's kind of going on here? Yeah. But yeah, I think if anything good comes from us, you know, it will be, uh, you know, will be from him. Uh, you'll have to obviously keep an eye out for him and that as well. But yeah, it's, it, I think he'll, he might start, you know, Jack Rodoni, who's kind of uh, a promising young midfielder. I think we're still seeing a few other teams were after him as well. So it's always good when you kind of beat, allegedly, some other teams to his signature and that's well. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, it was such a low bar last week. I, my, fr my, my friend who like did a match out of 10, people getting twos and ones. So yeah, yeah. it was a low bar. But, but he came on as a sub and, and in half. I mean, just the minimum, really, a bit of energy, a bit of skill. So yeah, maybe, uh, maybe he, he might be the man. But there'll, there'll definitely be changes in our team. I, I think tomorrow as, as well. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really interesting game. I mm. honestly, I'd take a good performance in the draw now, Tommy. But uh, you know, anything else will be a bit worry really for me. Yeah, I mean, I'd take that in a heartbeat, especially after the season we've just had. I'd yeah. gladly Let's take... shake hands and we'll just watch come yeah, on games, mate. Just... <laughs> yeah. the game off. We'll just do a virtual handshake between us now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's um, it would be a positive sort of note for the Blues fans, particularly if we know that a, a, a playoff team last season are starting to look a bit worried about it, which is something that maybe we should take into consideration about being a bit more optimistic because... You know, it's like we have John Eustace, we have a decent team, but there is always that danger of obviously getting too overexcited about everything. Yeah. And then, you know, we actually suddenly get reality checked and it's like 2-0 mm. defeat. But I suppose one thing I've asked actually is like, what's the formation? What's the sort of setup that the team play at the moment at Huddersfield? Yeah, it was an interesting uh, kind of lineup last week as well. So we kind of went with a little bit. What, what we've done before. So Danny Ward, the problem is last week, we had one up front with Danny Ward who scored a lot of goals this year, but he was so detached and like the midfield kind of four were, were nowhere kind of near uh, him. It's not, it's also a big gap. So Burnley were kind of bringing the uh, the ball out, you know, ball up to quite easily really and kind of getting in behind us and stuff. So there were just big gaps between, you know, kind of players as well. So a lot's going to depend on who, who he picks as well because, uh, yeah, we've signed uh, we've signed a Japanese uh, international from from Dutch team and that as well, and he's a left-sided uh, defender. So whether he'll he'll kind of slot in, it'll be interesting, you know, to see. Uh, Romani Edmonds Green, the guy we, we had on loan uh, to Rothermall last season, and got really uh, highly rated from there. They obviously got promoted and stuff. It's come back to us, so he'll be uh, you know kind of lining up at the back as well with Tom Lee's trusty kind of veteran who were brilliant for us last season. And yeah, he probably will get Josh Ruffles uh, at fullback. But yeah, midfield's going to be anyone's guess, to be honest with you. There's rumours that Dwayne Holmes, who kind of mm -hmm. had a really good season last year, is going to pay the price with Josh Caroma, uh, who, you know, would really put them to really poor last week. But to be fair, you could have had six or seven uh, covers yeah, yeah. as well. But yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting times, really. But yeah, I'm not... <sighs> Honestly, I, I could see three or four, you know, changes from, from last week, but it's a difficult one. Because we were saying at half-time, God, if you were like Mourinho, even after we gave you a bit like three, four subs, but he gave them 15 minutes and we knew it's a bit of a brutal thing, wasn't it, in the first game, a new coach, I think. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, and all about losing just and just a right, right, guys, mm. you're off, you're off. So basically we wasted 15 minutes just uh, watching these guys do nothing else. And then, yeah, then the changes come. Tino, uh, I mentioned, you mentioned the guy that's going to go there, Tino Anchorin. So mm-hmm. he, uh, he unknown from Chelsea last season. We got him in January last year. He would never fit. It was really weird. He, he, he gave us one cameo in a game at Coventry back in the last season. We were really good. And last week when he came on, so I'm sure he'll start tomorrow. But he had a bit of a bulldozing run when he kind of moved to a free for him. He really highly rated it. He was really weird. He was unknown in Moscow. And uh, he he had like an £18 million. If they, if they were to sign him from Chelsea, they, they, had, they had to pay £18 million, which were a bit mad, really. Yeah. So obviously, I don't think he were ever worth that. But I think they no. think it's that highly rated. So... It was a bit of a cool, really, to get him back this season. And we're all looking forward to seeing how he is totally, you know, fit and uh, and healthy as well. And re- it's a re- really weird story. But uh, after Wembley, I uh, I went to a bar right next to the ground. It was like John Soros and that as well. And he yeah. came in with Levi Cowell, who were uh, our centre-back last season. And I was mm. having a few words with him. Tino never played. He never put him on sub. And I thought he'd be absolutely, like, raging with everything and, like, you know, maybe slagging the club. But he was none of it. He spoke really highly. And obviously, Carlos maybe lost a little bit of faith in him he's mm. gone so I think once he's gone Tino like right yeah I like yeah. it and I'm going to have a chance of playing so yeah watch out for him he's really good he's like yeah even Somber Thomas on the day you know they could be mm. as like, as good as anything in that division but it's uh, yeah we need to be out of a lot better than last Friday uh, Tommy that's for sure yeah yeah with those two that you've just mentioned does that give you a bit of, a bit of optimism perhaps to make you think that you could win tomorrow night? Yeah, definitely, because, oh God, again, it's like I'm going to go here, but he's not <laughs> or Norwich or, you know, no. I think I think that's just, to me, it's like I'm always looking at Max because obviously you've got a few changes in your team. John Ruddy's goalkeeper now, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah, did well against and, Luton, uh, yes. Yeah, it's well against it's Luton. And, and that's a good draw, that. I mean, I know it's it's like early days, but, you know, coming back from Kenilworth Road with a point, everyone, mm-hmm. they'll cliche, it's a tough place to go, acceptable. <laughs> yeah, so... But again, I just can't get out of my head yet. I know we were flying last year, and you weren't flying and, and what have you, but I'm just thinking we were so much better than you then. It's like, and obviously, we, we've we've got in now, and, and you coach, I think we've got, we can't expect that kind of performance, and I expect you to be a lot better than that Saturday yeah. afternoon. So it, it'll be so interesting, much changed teams, two different coaches, trying to put the stamp on their, their new clubs. It's uh, Yeah, I think it'll be an interesting uh, evening there. Yeah, it should be a good game. I think... Um... I think both of us, as it might seem, that we both might take a point early on here. Because I Yeah, we've already agreed it, Tommy. Yeah. Cancelled. Save everyone's petrol, yeah. it's too expensive anyway. So yeah, let's just, on the uh, telly. Watch on the telly. <laughs> yeah, it's an iPhone now. You can buy it, can't you? Oh that? yeah. For these for these weird games. But mm. yeah, honestly, it's really weird, Tommy. We've got this first game on Friday, then we're playing you Friday. They've just moved a game against Blackpool to a Sunday because uh, some rugby's on on a Saturday. I oh, think see, Sunday, yeah. Saturday afternoon football, uh, we had loads moved in the last season. It's Yeah, it's yeah. a bit alien to us. So, yeah, the... It was frustrating with that, wasn't it? That game getting moved. That, it's ridiculous for that, yeah. wasn't it? From our point of view, I, I know guys who booked trains for Saturday and stuff. And mm. God, as if your club didn't know that Commonwealth Games on that. That's just, I think you're on about their poor management for the club. I, yes. I, I couldn't believe it. It's We've like been doing three, it. four weeks before it. Yeah, we've been doing it all season. We played Plymouth in the FA Cup last season and it was an evening game and I can't remember exactly what the announcement was over the tannoy but it was something over like the trains back from Birmingham New Streets if you want to get back if you're taking the train to the Plymouth fans you need to go now and the game was still going on it's like 
I mean, come on, like, who sorted that out? Plymouth, they're like from right down the other end of the country. They come up to Birmingham on a Tuesday, Wednesday night, whenever it was. Yeah, it's just poor management from all sides, I suppose. It's like, if you've got away fans who have specific booking needs, like, arrange it for them, make a good match day experience, but... Good match yeah. day experiences or something that this club yeah. for. It just seems mad. I mean, the club will probably blame the police, etc. But you mm. know, they come on games. Everyone knows when they've been on, and yeah. God, if they've had a problem, it's just again the fans just get the the poor end of the stick, don't they? But yeah, uh, like we always do. Yeah, just it is what it is, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, poor man. Mm. Well, uh, I will just quickly ask for your final prediction um, because although we have already touched on this but I'd like a firm score prediction from you and uh, yeah. Janine Bacuna Lucas Djokovic sent off and uh, was it <laughs> with 5 nil. that'll do but no, uh, no. Oh, I'm going to go 1-1 one, there one, uh, Tommy I, I mm-hmm. think uh, I think we might take the lead I think you might come back and, and to be honest like keep mentioning if our performance is anything bought and something to build and I think we'd take that but yeah I'm interested in your mindset obviously you mentioned there you take a job but yeah. I think building on last week and we and, and managed to watch uh, our video back and be like licking his lips on the, what we're going on last week because we should have been out three yeah. or four down to be half time but I think it's a just a game but yeah mm, I think it's just our strikers that let us down sometimes obviously we've got Dean yeah. but I don't know whether his age is starting to show a bit. I don't yeah, know how good. Yeah, didn't play much last year, did he? Yeah. No. I d- also, like, I doubt Hogan, Scott Hogan's abilities at, the, at this sort of level now. He's starting to get on a bit as well. Mm. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting to see. I think a draw is a fair point for both of us, really, because obviously coming off yeah. a poor performance on the first day for you and us coming mm-hmm. off after a good performance, a decent-ish performance yeah. against Luton, I think that's... a. I think that's a fair way to end this uh, little chat. So I think it's a fair yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, all the best, mate. And uh, yeah, mm. good, good to chat to you. Wicked, yeah. Well, I will just quickly sign off before we uh, finish this uh, episode here. Um, if you want to uh, have a look at the podcast, that because uh, he does, uh, I'll be sure to put them all in the description down below. Uh, if you're listening to this on a audio platform, then I'm not too sure. Uh, I don't do very well other than YouTube, I can't be honest. Um, but thank you very much, Carsey, for coming on and talking to us. Cheers, Tommy. This has been very cool. Look after yourself, mate. You too, mate. And uh, we'll see you later. Keep right on. Sports Social Podcast Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share box ready to go, your mates are already booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.